Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. I cannot go from that thick body to a very skinny body and not fuel myself and be this active. I was like, I am going to die. Welcome to Habits You Love, a thought-provoking podcast about self-love, self-healing, and spiritual evolution. I'm Kayla Fazio, the host, and I take you on the journey of my own trauma healing and share real, raw, and authentic life situations. My mission is to expand your mind to what you think is possible for you and provoke thoughts of looking at your own healing you may need and help you discover the power you have within you to start a self-healing journey, build healthy habits, and create a life you love. If you haven't already, click the follow button and leave a review. Also, check out my website, habitsyoulove.com, where you can find even more resources, healing practices, and support. Now, let's get to the episode. Actually, getting some really good feedback on the previous episode that uh, Tyler and I, my boyfriend, did about the stigma and shame around men's mental health. So, if you haven't gone and listened to that episode, make sure to do that. Share that with as many men as possible. I think we really need to spread the awareness of men opening up and talking about their issues, whether it be mental or whatever, and not creating this shame and, um, you know, really just allowing men to be vulnerable in their own way. So thank you for all the messages that you guys have been sending me about that. I know Tyler has been blasting it out to everyone he knows. Um, so it's been really good to see see men responding to him in that way. But I have another special guest with me this week. I I love having guests. I don't like to talk to myself most of the time. So this is someone that I really have been wanting to be on the podcast. She just embodies, I think, everything that the podcasts align with. So I want to welcome my friend Janine Martin. (laughs) We are in her yoga studio, which we will talk more about, recording this right now. Um, So we're actually together. We're local. We live next to each other. And that's just way more fun that way when I can actually sit and have eye-to-eye, face-to-face conversation. So really, this is going to just be a conversation to get to know you more. I mean, obviously, I know you a little bit. That's even enough for me to want you to be on the podcast, but I'm excited to dive deeper more into your story. So um, an introduction of how we met. We met because Tyler brought me to your yoga paddleboard session one time. Yeah, Mm -hmm. (laughs) that was so fun. Okay, so he was like, you have to meet Josh and Janine. Like, I think after a couple months of him and I hanging out, I think he does see the resemblance of you guys and us and our relationship. So he was like, you just have to meet these people. And I was like, okay. So yeah, the first time I met, we met, we did, um, we went out to Turtle 
Is it Turtle Beach? Yeah, it's yeah. Siesta Key, and it's Turtle Beach on Siesta Key, so it's like, gotcha. Yeah. 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 And you guys just had some paddle boards, and we did some yoga, and that was so much fun. And that's just kind of where that all began. I think that was the end of 2020. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So I've been friends ever since. Yeah, it's been a couple years now. <laughs> it's crazy. Time flies. I know. It's it's so weird. Like, well, whenever people ask me, when did you move to Sarasota? I always have to explain. Okay, well, I moved in 2020, but then I went to Denver for a mm-hmm. year. And so it's like this long explanation. I can't just say I moved here two years ago. So anyway, I always have to go deeper into that. But I know you used to live in Denver, right? I didn't live there. I okay. visited there a lot. I've lived, um, I lived in New Zealand, Alaska, here. I've done like long stints in Thailand and you know, places in the world, but... Yes, and you're from Sarasota. I was born and raised in Sarasota. which is nice to be somewhere that, like, I know for me, I always come to you if I need, like, a connection or, like, a place or a person, but you were from here, but obviously you've moved around a lot, which we will definitely get into in this conversation. The reason I wanted to have you on is because... I have a lot of good things to say about you, but you're just like a very present, grounded, you're very just across the board, you're you always not, and this is not in a bad way, but like the same, which I think Mm -hmm. is good. Like you're never too low, too high. I feel like you're just always great. Like you're always happy, you're always smiling. Um, People refer to you as smiley. I don't know if you know that. Mm -hmm. I'm sure you do. (laughs) Okay, so if you could see her right now, she's just smiling ear to ear. So I just want to dive deeper into like your journey. Like I said, I kind of know like a few broad strokes of your life, but I definitely don't know a lot and like how you got to where you are. And like when I say where you are, I don't mean, oh, you have a yoga studio in Sarasota and like this is what you do for your job. Like how did you end up being so spiritually sound? Like were you always this way or is this a journey to get here? Um, Okay, so I always feel like I felt different as a child. Like I was always able to see the good in everything. Even when I wasn't in the best of situations, I was always able to like be like, okay, I know things are going to be better. I'm going to just keep looking for the positive. So I always kind of had that in me. Um, Obviously, ebbs and flows of life happened. And I had like a few spaces in life where I was like, you know, a teenager. And I actually, this is crazy and people never believe it when I tell them, but I actually had to go to like anger management at one time when I was a a little girl. Yeah. So I was like a little rebellious. Yes, absolutely rebellious. A lot of that kind of stuff happening. And, um, you know, I went to a psychiatrist. We like, I was seeing him for a little bit and then I was pretty happy though. I was never like, it was just with my parents. Mm -hmm. There was like a lot of rebellion. I was never like a bad kid in school and stuff. Yeah. So that was like a funny thing that a lot of people laugh when I tell them that. I never (laughs) would have ever thought that. (laughs) I know. It's really wild. And then like, you know, my teenage years, I moved out and I started to like, I gained a lot of weight and I was always still really happy. Mm -hmm. And I became very overweight when I was like, I stopped playing sports Mm -hmm. after high school. Okay. So it was after high school. So in high school. It was like during, I was thick Mm -hmm. and then I got really thick Mm -hmm. and I wasn't healthy. Yeah. And uh, went through a bad relationship relationship very young Mm -hmm. and one day I looked in the mirror and I couldn't believe how heavy I had gotten and I freaked out cried because I like was putting on this is funny I was putting on a bra and it was too small I was like trying to close it and it like snapped open and I was like oh my god (laughs) rock bottom (laughs) 
was so that was bottom. like that was it was like the rock bottom yeah. so then I like still being able to maintain happiness like a lot of people would have never known yeah. how much emotional stuff I was going mm-hmm. through I was always so positive mm-hmm. which is like a very nice gift that I think I was born with because even when I was going through my stuff I was always able to see yeah. that 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 golden ticket at the yeah. end I'm like okay the light, like yes. being on, an optimist not being a woe is me a victim mentality yes. yeah yeah so like 19 I think I was 19 when I like went the opposite direction mm. so I was overeating and then I stopped eating mm. I don't know if I've ever told you mm-hmm. all this so like I went through like this bulimia. is why we're having this yeah <laughs> I did this whole like bulimic mm. anorexic thing and I went from being 300 pounds to like 120 and I'm a very big bone oh girl I was gosh. a size zero and my mom what? my mom thought oh. I was gonna die it was really crazy it was yeah. really crazy I know so I when can't I think see about, you at either of those weights I like, know you're, you look very healthy yeah right I eat yeah. and I and I work out so what really turned the page was I think I was like 21 and I was very skinny I was running not eating you know all the crazy stuff um, my aunt she studied with a really famous yogi called BKS Iyengar mm-hmm. and she was like this person in my life that I thought she was awesome but she was a little crazy and I didn't want to ever take advice from her because I was like she's was she's it your mom or dad's my dad's okay. sister and I was like I'm never going to take advice from her and she finally talked me into doing a yoga class because I was tight from all the running Mm-hmm. And I went in and it was like a very emotional experience. And like, I think I had like an epiphany, like I cannot go from that thick body to a very skinny body and not fuel myself and be this active. Mm-hmm. I was like, I'm going to die. Mm-hmm. I'm 21. I need to get it together. And so I started to eat and I started to gradually, and that was like my spiritual thing. And I knew that moment that I wanted to be involved with yoga because it like had that, that first time. Yeah. I knew. I knew I wanted to teach. I knew I wanted to be in that life. And I knew I needed to change the way I was treating my body. It was like, I think because it just felt so good for me. Because everything I had done into that moment was just abuse. Whether it was overeating, not eating, you know, judging myself, like all those things. Then it was like, oh my God, this feels so good. It's not abusing, but it's not, you know, it's like a very neutral. Treating it with respect, releasing things, you know. Yeah, so that was kind of like the turning point of like always being happy, but not always so level. Mm -hmm. And then meditation, movement, fueling my body properly, being okay with overeating once in a while, but not overeating Mm -hmm. all the time, you know, like finding that literal balance. Yeah, Yeah, that was kind of like, and I think like at age 23, so it was like, took me like two years to really get into that mindset. But at age 23, I felt like I had found myself. Mm. Like it was like, it's really, I didn't, yeah, I didn't know who I was. And then at 23, I knew exactly who I was. That's like really young. I know. I feel so lucky. Yeah, I know. (laughs) So obviously like, you know, getting up to that heavy of a weight, was that a very gradual thing? So I was a basketball player and I was big. I was like a center. I, I was always thick, like a size, like 15, but very athletic build, like a big build. And then like the second I stopped, I was going through a relationship stuff and it was a consuming mm-hmm. thing that I was eating because he, not to talk bad about him, but he was on drugs mm. and he was, and I was young and naive and yeah. he was lying to me and mm. I didn't know. I was like 
naive. It was like really yeah, was wild. Super young. And but I think that I kind of knew because I was eating. But you didn't <laughs> like, want to like fully face it or correct. or admit correct. it or yeah come to yes. terms with it. Correct. So, but it just seemed like that was such like a like a drastic like change. Like oh, you just yeah. decided and then you changed. You know what yes. I mean? Yes. Yes. Yeah. I mean it was a lot of work because like I saw myself in the mirror and then I went the opposite direction. So yeah. I was still dealing with that. And then it took me a while to be completely healthy mentally yeah. with eating again. Yeah. So it was like, okay, I'm starting to fuel my body again, but I was never healthy about it. I was like, oh I'm gonna eat a chicken breast yeah. and not anything else the yeah. rest of the day. And it was like I was starting to eat but it was like healthy. Yeah. yeah. But not like fuel. Yeah. Like it, you know, so I it mean, took some time, but those are two addictions, but yes. two separate addictions, yes. two different addictions of addiction of eating too much, and then the addiction of not eating enough. So. <laughs> I know, such a weird. Yeah, it was like I couldn't control yeah. the relationship, yeah. so it was like in my head I wanted to be there for this person, but I also couldn't control his habit. It was like striking and it was scary, and yeah. he, it was really wild. All the things that happened with that, and and I wanted to control something, and I think that's where the food yeah, thing came in so that it was over-consuming then under-consuming and it was like oh. yeah that's a good point of you wanted to control something yes. which is probably where a lot of people get into eating disorders it's like they have no control over their outside world mm -hmm. people circumstances and then they're like but I can control what I put in my mouth or don't put in my mouth that's so right that's a good good realization so 23 you had yeah, been into at yoga 23 for two I was years. like yeah I had done yoga for two years I was in a certification. I started to get certified. I was, I knew who I was at yeah. that moment in time. And don't get me wrong. It's, I'm not the same, obviously, you know, we're always morphing, oh, but that yeah. was the moment when I was like, this is who I am. Yeah. And I can't wait to let this person grow because yeah. I was not battling these demons that were like, Ooh. yeah, it's, it's so funny because I feel like that's obviously been there all along who mm -hmm. you were, but it's mm -hmm. the things you were going through kind of spiraling and I don't know, like kind of like a tornado until it finally settles. And I was like, okay, right, back to you. But mm -hmm. like we, you were always there, mm -hmm. but just things were in the way, in the way you had to take them it. out, yeah. take them off. Like, yeah. Oh, how did I pick this up? Because I was de dealing with some type of trauma and now I have to shed this thing from me. That's like, overtaken the real yeah, me, you know? Yeah, that's honestly so young. I'm so jealous that you <laughs> had that realization. I didn't have mine until I was like 30. I know. Seven years I could have been dealing with that and I don't know, just so disassociated from myself and mm -hmm. from life and I really wish, I didn't have anyone like your aunt in my life at mm -hmm. all. If you have someone like that in your life, definitely don't take them for granted or if you are someone like that for someone else, maybe just don't give up on them because yeah. it led you to that which yeah. is awesome. But also like like, you know, with you, it's perfect timing. If it would have yeah. happened, you know, it's like those little lessons we're learning. And it's like, would I take any of it back? Like, I wish I didn't treat myself so badly at some points in time. But also, like, I'm so glad that I did. You know, what's really cool is having a perspective of being a big woman, yeah, an yeah. unattractive in society's eyes, yeah. and then becoming like a Barbie yeah, to people, yeah. and then having those different treatments of individuals. And I think that it was another thing that kind of funneled in that self-realization of like, the opinions of others don't matter. Oh it's gosh. being right here. This is how they treat me when I'm like this. This is how they treat me when I'm like that. I'm like, psh. 
Wow. Yeah. That's really cool. That gave me goosebumps. <laughs> I've never had the bigger thing. Yeah, um, good. But I've always, always cared about people's opinions, which I'm getting a lot better about. But that was just what was instilled in me from a young age. It's like, you have to, do, 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 like, if you're perfect and nothing's ever wrong. And <laughs> yeah, my, my mom definitely instilled that in me. Um, just, she just cared so much about what people thought about our whole family. So yeah. it took me a long time. I, I'm still working on that. Like still to this day, 30, almost 33. I'm like, okay, how do I not care what anyone thinks if I do this one thing that I really want to do? So it's, it's hard. It's a struggle, but getting there. Okay. So we mentioned how few people call you smiley cause you're just so bubbly and happy all the time. <laughs> like you always seem to be in a good mood. Um, just always willing to lend a helping hand like you've done for me for sure. Sure. So is this always true? What do you notice that makes you like not feel this way? Like, do you have any triggers and how do you deal with them and cope with them? Um, okay. So 99% of the time I am, I wake up in the morning and I am happy to be alive. Like I am like literally, I feel bad sometimes for my husband because I'm like, good morning. And I'm like, are you ready for this? Like, you know, another day. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) But I do have, you know, obviously tired moments and my triggers I will say are like accountability and human beings. Like I think I hold my standards high for what I am going to do. I try to do what I'm say I'm going to do. And I don't care if somebody's having a bad day and they want to call me and be like, Hey, I can't do this thing. Mm -hmm. And it can be last minute as long as they're honest, but I'm not good with like those little white lies. Like, Oh my, you know, tires flat. And you know, I don't like that. I like people to just be accountable and just be be like, Hey, exactly. I can't be there. And another thing is my dad is Colombian and he is late for everything. And it's a little pet peeve of mine. I really uh, appreciate punctuality, especially when you're on somebody else's time. Um, So those are like my triggers. I don't ever get angry about it. I just like have a little like... Yeah, yeah, like like, exactly. I was going to say like, what does a a mad Janine look like? (laughs) It's not, it's, it never happens anymore. I think like... I was trying to think when we were talking about this, I was trying to think like, when was the last time I was angry? And I think I had something the other day that like got me a little fuely inside. I can't even remember what it was, but I remember the emotion coming into my mm-hmm. chest. I felt that little like, I'm like, come on, this is like silly to be yeah, upset about this. this yeah. is, I was like, okay, shut it, shut yeah. it, you know. But it's very rare. So and, you you get over it real quick. Yeah, I mean, I'm, you're like feel it, let it come, and yes. you're like, okay, yeah, surround it with things. love. Yeah. Because usually people are, you know, or things that happen. It's like it's just another thing it's exactly it's nothing you know what I mean it's like why do we give it so much we give it so much power yeah so much power I think they say emotions only last I want to say 90 seconds wow an emotion only lasts 90 seconds so if you are fueling mad about something if you wait 90 seconds to react or like feel it and then like it will go away which is crazy because some people can make that last 90 minutes, 90 hours, 90 days, That's right. like 90 months, you know, like they'll let one little thing spiral out of control. So I always think back to that where I'm like, if I'm having an emotion, like I just I'm like, an emotion only lasts 90, 90 seconds. So mm-hmm. yeah, that's just crazy. Going back to like when you said that you found yourself at 23 and you're like, I know who I am. I just want to ask like, what was that? Who are you? <laughs> um, 
You know, I would have to say that it was like a realization that I am a being of love and that's the only way I can explain it. And I knew that my mission in life is very similar to, I think, everyone's mission, no matter how little or small that is. Like, your smile is going to change somebody else's day. Your donation is going to change somebody's day. Your grocery list that you buy for somebody else is going to change somebody else's day. It's just like the little thing. So it's just fueling and being the most perfect version, not perfect, yeah. but you know, my perfect yeah, version your of perfect me. perfect version of you. Yeah. Yes. And just on a path of like being present, being able to witness people and no matter what form they come in, because you know, we all have this little thing inside of us where we're constantly judging. We can't help it. We see somebody yeah. and it's visual judgment right away. It's like, Oh, I see the blue shoes I see the the pink hair I see the yellow belt you know you just yeah you're taking all that in you're I seeing see a homeless that. person on the side of the road yes yeah, yeah, you exactly. instantly have your judgments yeah and a big thing that I've tried to do is even when somebody is not up to like a human standard that I want them to live up to I forgive them mm -hmm. I always try to think of like what in their life has made them come to here exactly and forgive them because most people are not most people see that homeless person on the street and they're not going to look them in the eye mm -hmm. they're going to avoid them they're going to not show them any respect because to them they're a scumbag that's on drugs that's begging for money but some reason he is there or she is there mm -hmm. you know yeah. he's in pain or she's in pain and they're a drug addict not because they want to By be choice. something yeah. has made them chemically or mentally unstable to deal with their problems so I'm like always trying to have that and witness people and I really just love people yeah, in general I yeah. love like all the different aspects and I think that's what it was I think I realized like I'm here to like love people so that's one of the things that I always say in my podcast or to anyone I'm like listen people only will do as much as they know how like literally like they're at their cap of like where they are is not because there's this gap of where they think they could be and where they are. It's like, that's, that's their max. That's like, their that's, yeah, like that's where they are and there's no room above them, you know? Mm -hmm. And so it's only until, and I think that's really my, what I live by is like, I know there's, I personally know there's more, like yes. I know there's a gap between my potential and where I'm at. So I'm always striving for that. But I think the difference is like people don't strive for it. Yes. They're just settle. That's that's like, well, this is my life. And it's like, it doesn't have to be, but you have to be aware and acknowledge that there is more and you are capable of so much more and you have more potential than where you currently are. But people just can't seem to like, it's almost like they have a glass ceiling above them. They just don't want to, they don't want to break. They don't want to yes. crack open. Yeah, it's true. So or my ceiling scared. is open. I have a skylight. <laughs> that's not <laughs> Yeah. So I think you and I are similar in that way and so yeah just not holding that judgment against people and you're definitely like a beam of light like even just what did those people just say to you just now <laughs> like as we we're about to record this podcast I was just smiling because what those people say they were like they said it about Josh and I both yeah. they said you guys are both just like a, I think it was like a beam of light or love presence of love yeah and we need you here <laughs> I mean so speaking of Josh he is amazing how long have you guys been married uh, we've been together I think we've been married for like eight and a half years and together for like nine and a yeah. half years yeah I mean you guys are just the perfect blend of like yeah just light and love and we're in y'all's yoga studio right now so did you guys when you guys met were you 
both already had like started your spiritual journeys and you were kind of like there or was it like a combination of you guys did it together? I know you guys do it together now, mm-hmm. but was it like, obviously I think I know yours because you were 23. Mm-hmm. So you had probably already been on that path. Mm-hmm. What about Josh? Um, so when I met Josh, he was also on his path. I think he had a, a very easy upbringing. He had a very, um, perfect parents, perfect life. And it was really amazing to us that we were at the same level of consciousness or very similar levels of consciousness because we had very different paths. Uh. My, my path was a little rugged and rough and his was very like smooth sailing and we were both able to get to a very similar level of consciousness which is so fascinating because I don't know how deep you can go into it but like how connected you are and what little things like people just learn different levels you know different ways but so he was already on his path I was already on mine and we met and then it was just like yeah. Like a rocket ship together. Yeah. It was really crazy. Cool. It was so fun when we I mean it's still really fun. It's yeah. just, you know, it's like it's old news now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, you don't have to try anymore. No. Yeah. You guys are always trying. So you were how old were you when you met? And twenty five. Okay, and he was twenty seven. Okay. And how long had he, you know, been on his I journey? think he had been on it since he was like twenty. Yeah. Um he was a he was a very special child as well. Yeah. He always was a good kid. Um, he had like a little wild party years, you know, nothing crazy, pretty mellow in my yeah, opinion. Yeah. He was always just a very, uh, his demeanor, you know, is just so light. Yeah. I don't understand it. I know. Sometimes it's like being in his presence. It's like animals, babies, and other humans instantly Mm. mellow down Mm. like whether it's anger or whatever they're going through it's like when josh is in the room it's all like oh wow we're we're chilling i know it's crazy like we've been in in a couple places where we've done like talks about yoga and stuff josh will say like two sentences and other people will talk for hours and people are like when is that guy josh gonna come back and i'm like (laughs) he said two sentences no. but it's just they make him feel comfortable I, that's how he makes them feel comfortable. yeah i know when i'm in his class i'm i've i think i've told both of you like the things he says at the end like when you're you know in travasana i'm like god that was so good like i don't know and and the way he says it too i know he's just very present very centered and that's so funny that you said you know you guys had very different upbringings it's so crazy how any walks of life can get to a point of consciousness. Mm-hmm. Um, I, w- I just wonder how that happens. Like you would think that him having such an easy upbringing, he might go the opposite way and then like Correct. kind of turn crazy. And yes. then for you, you could have kept being crazy. Exactly. You know? Exactly. And it's so weird. I just wonder how, I mean, I'm sure there's no rhyme or reason to it. It's just all um, divine, but it yeah. It is for sure divine. Yeah. <laughs> and you guys are I mean, I don't know. You're awesome. And you were having this conversation earlier, you know, a little bit about relationships. But you and I are very similar. Mm-hmm. Our men are very similar to mm-hmm. each other. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we're both, like, go-getting, hardworking, driven women. And then I do feel like we each have this man that is our opposite a little bit. Mm-hmm. And Tyler's just the same way. It's funny how you said that people kind of, like, female around him. Like, people just will open up to Tyler. And then, mm-hmm. like, in five minutes of meeting him, he just has this, like, like welcoming presence, I think. So I think that's really cool. I think we need that. It's been a little bit harder for me 
to, like you said, like let that go a little bit mm-hmm. and have a man like actually be the opposite of you. I've always mm-hmm. been like, no, we need to be the exact same, but I'm like slowly realizing maybe not. Like maybe it should be um, the yin and the yang. <laughs> that, that's how I really enjoy it because like, you know, like I said, I am that very energetic person. If it was up to me, I would be out seeing the world yeah. 24-7. Yeah. And he's very grounded at home, homebody. So it's a really beautiful balance because I get him out and he keeps me in. Mm-hmm. So it's like yeah. there's like this beautiful balance that happens. And, uh, yeah, I think I encourage him and he keeps me grounded, which also helps balance me to make me be even better. So yeah. it's like, you know, it's, it's an interesting dynamic, which the yin and the yang is for sure the way it is. Yeah. <laughs> Chaos and order. Yes. <laughs> That's right. So we were at your birthday, your surprise birthday party a couple of months ago. And there was this guy there. Who was that guy that I, um, with the necklace? And- it was our neighbor. Okay. Uh, he was our neighbor on Siesta Key when okay. we lived on the house across Across the street from the beach. Yeah. Um, him and his wife, we had seen them for a while and they had never talked to us yet. And then we ended up becoming their, their two of our good, good friends now. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, Jimmy, Jimmy Scott. Oh yeah. Jimmy. Okay. So he was just <laughs> telling us this story, uh, about you guys. I don't know how long he had maybe known of you or whatever, but he did say, I think he was out in the water, like on a kayak or something. He's doing something in the water. And then you and Josh were like on the shore meditating. Um, do you know this story? He's told us before. Okay. Okay. So you guys were on the shore meditating and he just said you guys had this like literal aura, like, oh, like a over you guys, like a light or I can't remember how he explained it, but he's basically just like, I need to go talk to these people. Like, who are these people? Cause he just said he saw this like figure over you guys as you were, as you were meditating. So, um, can you like explain a little bit more about like, what do you and Josh do practice for like your spiritual well being and all that? Um, okay. So we've done two yoga teacher trainings together. Um, one was in Thailand and one was in India. That was like, uh, when I first met Josh, he was a personal trainer and I was a yoga teacher. And then we flipped. So now I ended up getting certified for PT and he got certified for yoga, but we did the yoga together. Oh, cool. Um, and that was like one of the, the spiritual journeys. Um, we also are always checking in with each other. Like we do this little questionnaire thing, like where we will sit down and be like, how was your week? Mm -hmm. We'll throw some random things in just to check in, make sure we're all in par and we're up to speed mentally with each other that we're communicating properly. Um, we do breath work together, which is like one of the most healing things. I'm actually in a certification for it right now. I'm very excited. I can't wait to do that with you. Oh my gosh. Are Um, you using that one lady that you, go to? No, I'm actually in, it's called, um, breathing space and okay. it's in the UK. It's all oh, online, cool, cool. um, through zoom. And it's yeah. very fascinating. Oh my it's, gosh. it's a 400 hours. So it's like a 10 month long program. Oh my gosh. I'm about can't halfway wait for through. that. Yeah. Hurry up. No, I was kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I need that. <laughs> but yeah, so we do breath work. Um, And we're always uh, changing our diet. I think that's part of our spiritual path as well, just like 
tinkering and seeing like, okay, we were vegan for a while. We were veggie for a while, you know, just finding that perfect balance of where our bodies want to go. Um, not always aligning with each other's because we're very different, um, in our bodies. That's for sure. And we do meditate together. We hug a lot. I know. I know. Like we, (laughs) like that's something that that. you can't. No, it is actually very important. Yeah, you can't lose it. You can't lose it because, like at the beginning, people are very romantic, very touchy. Oh, it's new. Mm -hmm. I'm telling you, we hug so much. We cuddle every night. Like it's just part of. We kiss every time we leave. Every time we come home, and it's a very conscious space too. It's not like oh, see ya. It's like I love you. seeing you you know we yeah. like make that connection yeah because you can other. kind of take advantage or you know you forget why you're there after years and years but it's like not if you stay present with each other like yeah I still see you yeah, I'm here I love totally. you that's you awesome know. yeah lots oh of my hugs gosh. <laughs> I love you like hug each other so just like stand up and hug oh all the time yeah. okay hugs are like, just, like so like, healing like talk to at the same time or yeah. you're just in silence uh both it okay, just depends yeah. on what we're doing no I mean they say like a hug should at least be six seconds something happens after six seconds I can't remember exactly it's I'm something sure it's about endorphin release yeah it's like you know, something with your emotions or dopamine maybe you're sorry I don't know one yeah, of the chemicals yeah. like a hug should at least be six seconds yeah instead of just like you know yeah and human touch like especially with your partner is very important it's very special but like human touch in general is important you know but especially with your partner yeah yeah we hug a lot I have to work on that with Tyler I'm not a I'm not a cuddler that's okay it doesn't have to be all the time like do you hold hands yeah yeah like in the car maybe that's your hug yeah. You know what hand I mean? Hand hugs. Like, yeah, hand <laughs> hugs. Hand hugs, you know? Or, like, work on, like, just, like, you know, placing. Like, we, just touch. Yes. Like, yeah. Something else that's very, uh, it could be done with friends, but I always find it very, with a romantic partner, with my husband, like, I find it very intimate. It's intimate with a friend, too, but it's different. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, eye-gazing meditation. Have you ever done that? Mm-mm-mm. It's really mm-hmm. intense. Like, it's that sounds beautiful. Like it be yeah. I think I cry almost every time, but you stare into each other's yeah. eyes for five minutes without mm-hmm. looking away. You can play some soft music, and you try not to look away. Obviously, your eyes are going to do stuff. Yeah. Sometimes you giggle. Sometimes you cry. Some It's very... Because really? you're, like, seeing into the soul. You just start crying? Or oh, like, my God, yeah. It's, it's so like emotional. It's because you're, like thinking like what do you think why do you think you cry I I I don't know what's happening chemically in the body but you're seeing into the eyes which is like you feel this thing in the heart when Mm. you're doing it and it's like opening you up and Mm. it's like the connection is very you have to try it sometimes so just unofficially eye gazing meditation like if I went home right now and we're like hey we're gonna stay here for five minutes and yeah do and it. just play a song you can yeah. even just do it for the length of a five minute yeah. song something nice and mellow mm-hmm. and just eye gaze and then I always keep a notebook when I do something like that and like talk about or write jot down the emotions that yeah. I feel yeah. because you go through like this thing especially if it's not your partner even when it is your partner at the beginning but if you're doing it with like a friend yeah I was gonna say what would be the point of doing it with a friend so it's like very connecting and mm. it makes you feel seen it's like it, it, it's so beautiful which it's, all humans want they all need it yeah. they all need it and it's like to have somebody look at you for five minutes just gazing mm. into your eyes it's like you're seeing into them yeah. it's not just oh hey yeah, you know yeah. and then yeah. yeah it's like it's really intense and it's okay. beautiful and usually 
you know, you have your first thoughts of like, oh my God, I'm, is my, do I have a booger hanging out of my nose? Is well, my that is eye very vulnerable funny? too. Very vulnerable. It's very, That's why like, with a partner, it's very romantic. Me, which is like scary for some people. That's right. Dang. Yeah, that's right. <gasps> okay, so the last five minutes of this episode. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to eye We're going to eye gaze with some soft music playing in the background. <laughs> See what happens. <laughs> it's very oh special. You should try it. Oh my gosh, that's so, I've really never heard of that. Okay, I'm going to go home and try it with you yeah, guys. Yeah, yeah, I mean, he's definitely more affectionate than me. Is Josh mm-hmm. more affectionate than you? Are you guys oh, for similar? Sure. For sure. He's way more affectionate. And because of the years of having that, I've become even more, yeah. you know, I was a little bit, you know, yeah. I was always like a little nervous to kiss in public, but now I'm like, I smidge in public if I yeah. feel like it. I mean, I'm not like sucking face. Right, right. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I, I keep it like a relaxed content. But I <laughs> PG, maybe PG-13 yeah. every once in a while. Exactly. No, I actually love PDA. Like I love in hand-holding or like putting my hand in his back pocket or, yeah, I love that. I just, I don't know, at night I'm just not a snuggler. Yeah. That's okay. Yeah. Some, it's you, You're snuggling different. Maybe put your foot on his. Yeah. I, I, I do like to always touch, like, in some way. I'm like, well, I just want to, like, touch you. <laughs> yeah. I'm like an ear I think on I just, chest. like, get too hot. I don't... It's honestly, yeah, it's honestly more so like I'm uncomfortable, like yes. physically, like yes. not like I don't want to cause I'm like, ew, that's gross. I'm just, I, I have a real bad like body heat situation. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's how Josh is too. Yeah. He's like a furnace oh, I'm and sure. I'm pretty hot as well. Yeah. So I will so you cuddle like start out and I, and I'll put yeah. my head and even if it's just for, sometimes it's only three minutes cause my neck will be hurting. Yeah. I'm like, Hey, okay. hurting. and it's only and like a three move. minute cuddle and I'm like, okay, good night. Oh, okay. okay. So it's so not you don't like full go to night, bed. not full night. Okay. Sometimes we do. Sometimes yeah. it's so comfortable and I do pass out there Yeah. Yeah. and then he'll wake me up. He's like, I got to move. Gosh, that's awesome. Okay, so oh my gosh, I love that. We've I've gotten to know a little bit more about you. I definitely didn't know about the eating stuff. I I do remember you were heavy at one point, mm-hmm. but I didn't know like everything that went behind it and everything. So at the end of every episode, I I pretty much copy Oprah doing this. I think it's genius. Maybe I should find my own way of doing it. But she always asks um, the people she interviews, like, what do you know for sure? Meaning, if you could like scream anything from a mountaintop, like you had a megaphone to the world, to the universe, and you wanted people to know one thing or give a piece of advice, what would it be? Um, I think that the one thing I know is that we are all beings of love. And I know that many of us are injured and really badly injured. And I know that some of us are not so injured and we can be in a space of love. But I think like if you just allow yourself to look deep inside of you, And whether you think that's God or the universe or however you want to define it, you are a being of love. And that's literally all there is to it. Mm -hmm. Like you just have to be from that place. And, and once you recognize that in yourself and you can look at other people and be like, I know what you got in there. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. You can totally tell. Yeah. Yeah. It's blatantly obvious if someone's doing something out of love or not. Yeah, and yeah. it feels like, in my personal opinion, I think love could possibly be the only thing that is truly real and perception of everyone, that we can all see what love mm-hmm. is. Because everything else, the colors we see, the way we see the world, it's completely different. But love is one thing that I think might be a connector of all of us, that we can feel that. But. Yeah, if you think about it, like a 
colorblind person yeah. could probably, f- can feel love. Love, yes. Yeah. A blind, Yeah, deaf, blind, yeah, exactly. All these things, yeah. they can feel love, but, and that could be in a religious context for some people, or it could just be in a very lovey space. They're yeah. very similar, in my opinion. Yeah. And Basically, happening? just like every decision you're about to make, just ask yourself, is this coming from love yeah, or do I want something or is this being yeah. evil you know yeah. like just or they're like ulterior motives exactly. or yeah so that's good I mean you said that you kind of grew up like that from a young age mm-hmm. your mom's like that is she or happy. was she always like that yeah happy yeah, yeah she is pretty happy as well yeah when I met her on the beach I was like oh this is where Janine gets <laughs> but like I didn't know if she'd always been like that or she's also had her things yeah. you know she, she's had a very hard life yeah. as well okay. and well she has a good good attitude about that's her. right yeah she's always been able to see the, the positive there you go which is that's, like very special yeah. because if you if you knew her story too it's like whoa and then she's still able to be happy and it's like we can all find that really yeah so the two lessons are just i know it's hard it's really hard but always be the optimistic like this isn't permanent everything's temporary it's not I, I, for me i know i get stuck in like when I'm in something, I'm like, this is how it's going to be forever, <laughs> you know? Yeah. But I really do, I, I always know everything happens for a reason and for a reason and for you. So I think, like, your two lessons, takeaways are just to always find the positive mm-hmm. and then do everything out of love. And you honestly can't go wrong. Yeah. There's nothing you can't accomplish by doing those two things. That's Whatever right. you want to do in, in this life, in this world, those two things will, will definitely get you there. So, yay. Well, how can people find you or work with you? Or- um, okay. So I have Get Bent Yoga Studio and there's a website, getbentyogastudio.com mm-hmm. or at getbentyogastudio on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Um, also, if it's a personal thing, it's janinemartinyoga at gmail.com. Perfect. And you'll have your breathwork certification. Very soon. Will you be doing any, like, virtual things with that? I'm going to dabble with virtual for sure. Um, I am a very in-person type of person, so I'm wanting to have the physical human uh, face-to-face thing like this. You know, it's Mm -hmm. very organic. But I definitely will do some online as okay, well because cool. it's just the way we're going. So I it's, know. Yeah. Just to reach and help more people. That's right. That's right. All right. Well, thank you so much for this conversation. Thank you. It was that so was fun. so great. <laughs> Next time we'll do it the way that you did it last time. <laughs> just kidding. Inside joke. Don't worry about it. All right. Bye. Thank you. Yeah. Bye. <laughs> the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.